What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code's ham. Yep, guy. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50. Free delivery. This is our last podcast before Hard Knocks debuts. There's billboard. Have you been seeing the billboards for it? No. Where did you see the billboard? There's a billboard off the Bay Bridge. A Hard Knocks? Yeah. If you're exiting the city. I mean, there might be one coming in, too, because I think it's digital. So it probably changes. But it's just like the Gruden face, like holding the football, looking to the side with his eyebrow way up. I wonder. That's probably HBO spending that money, right? Yeah, it's an HBO billboard. Because they're thinking this is one of the biggest markets in America. We should, in theory, if there's seven and a half million people here to watch, we should be able to bank a million people, right? I, I yeah, I would love to know. I you know I don't think we get those. I would love to know what Hard Knocks rating, Bay Area rating, is relative to like last year, this year. Well, that's what you got to ride Gruden. I, well, the one thing I do wonder, and we'll never know this probably because the Niners would never do it, how many more people in this area would watch if the Niners were on it than the Raiders were on it. Now, I do think a lot of people are going to watch just in general because it's Gruden. So if you like football, it's a good hard knock season, right? In theory, going into it. Because John Gruden's the star. Yeah, well, it goes back to just this is football, right? It's just He's just so national that it'll be a national hard knocks. Yeah. Like, I think it's far more interesting going in than any hard knocks we've had for a long time. Well, like, did you, did you watch any of the All or Nothing on Amazon Prime of camp? Yeah, I did not. I saw some of the clips, but no. See, but and you probably won't. You know, I've watched a couple. I've turned it off. Like, it's not doing that much for me. But well, yeah, if part I told of it is you, like your rec- If you told me it was great, I might have gone and watched it. But if I told you the New England Patriots did an All or Nothing, is there any chance that you wouldn't dabble? Like, you wouldn't need me to recommend it, right? Right, right. Because it, it would be one of the biggest shows going. Or hell, if I told... Yeah, I mean, I'm just giving you that example. Like, that's part of the deal here for the Raiders, who I know the fans are going to get mad. Your fan base a little smaller than you think. I've seen the numbers. But Gruden is the great kind of wild card here, I think. And that's what yeah. they're riding, clearly. Yep. Which they should. Uh, Gruden said Friday, disappointed. That uh, 
Antonio Brown hasn't been on the field. I think we're all disappointed. We think he's disappointed. We'd like to get the party started. We'd like to get him out here. Uh, Antonio, I actually think your tone is not doing him justice. He was a little edgy. Well, and then Antonio hit up, hit up a just so you know was what he posted on Instagram with a photo of his feet. And then somebody else, I mean, I guess he put it all over Instagram, a few photos of the feet. I mean, it's already a little weird, Middlecoff. When you follow a team and you follow their beat reporters, there are certain beat reporters that are just not going to say negative stuff about the team. Or when they tweet something out, it's going to tend to have an angle here and there. Like they wouldn't tweet something out if the team doesn't want it. Like Vic Tafer, did the team want it out that Antonio was seeing a specialist? No. But you know what Vic Tafer is? He's a pro. And he tweeted it out. So that was a pretty woe moment. But to me, the woe moment was the dude for the Las Vegas Journal, Gelkin. Mm-hmm. He is, I, I would consider, the equivalent of a reporter on the Raiders payroll. When he tweets something, they want it out. He used the words frustrated. Everyone's frustrated. And I went, ooh, Middlecoff, Spidey Sense, red flags went off. He would not have thrown that out if they weren't thinking it or wanted it out. They are not happy right now. Now, talking with some people with the Raiders, their basic comment still is, when the lights come on, we're confident he's going to be around. And I get that. I would be too. And they don't think he's faking it or anything. But they, they just this is a situation, unlike D. Ford, where because the Niners and the Raiders are two big offseason acquisitions are now on the shelf. But obviously, the way they got to the shelf are completely different. You knew what you got when you had D. Ford, injured guy. Antonio Brown, Mr. Durability. Like, the fucker doesn't miss time. Except when he got benched last year for throwing a football in Roethlisberger's face. And then they benched him week 17 in a must-win game. A little weird. People yeah, forget but that. But we might understand the situation if we had all the details. This one, who most people probably listen to this, follow AB on social... Dude was just, I mean, all off-season, like, what is this guy doing? He never stops. He's, like, training who knows where all over the place. He showed up to camp. They assumed he was healthy with fucked-up feet. So, well, remember, it was non-football injury list, but then after a day, he was cleared. And then he practiced, and there was that video that went viral of him, like, smoking a corner. Like, oh, it looks like normal. Well, then, clearly, the pain in his feet are so bad that he couldn't practice back-to-back days. And then not only can he not practice back-to-back days... It got so bad, and people were tweeting that Mortensen reported, like, texted John Gruden. John was basically like, we need to get this figured out. Uh, I guess Mark Davis told Paul Gutierrez that AB told him it was his right foot that hurts worse. Like, this is a problem, right? This well, is have a you legitimate seen, Have you issue. seen a good theory? Like, he looks like he got an awful sun. I remember, or sunburner. I remember when my dad hiked the Grand Canyon, he, like, his toenails fell out. Like, it was bad, right? Just your feet get, I don't even, brutalized. Just the wear and tear of stepping. Did he just hike the Grand Canyon? Like, what? what is going on? I guess on? there was this a, a video they said on social that he posted over the offseason or right before camp where he was doing a drill, like, catching bricks with Gucci slippers on. Okay, I, catching them with his feet or with his hands? With his hands, but he had, he had like, sliders on, so maybe, I, you know, he just got really bad blisters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if there is some just wear and tear. Like, he never stopped. And he's a guy that just works, 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 works. Like, just overwork. I texted some people in the in the medical field. They might know some people that know some people. They said they haven't been able to find out or hear what it actually is. Uh, 
because I would imagine the specialist was around here. But it's just, at the end of the day, like, I, I don't care if D Ford practices at all. He's got to play on Sunday. With AB, there's a difference. Like, I don't, I care if like AB's getting hit in practice or whatever, but I need him practicing with the quarterback and the new offense. He's been in the same offense with the same quarterback for all of his years of kicking ass and taking names with the Steelers. And when you think about AB, and I was going back today because I'm writing an article for The Athletic, just trying to find some videos of him and Ben. Do you know what a lot of like AB's sweet passes are? Like back shoulder fades, like all this stuff that just, they were on the same page at the highest level. And that's, I know Derek, I think he was talked about it either two days ago or three days ago. Like he's not as worried. They worked together a bunch during during OTAs and I think the offseason. And I, I I don't think he's lying. Like that's, that's what Derek believes. But deep down, Derek knows this shit does matter right now, just for timing. We're D forward, like the ball snapped, he goes. The timing on this is different for a wide receiver. Do you, do you think that's fair? I do. I do, and, and I think they can feel good in practice, and that's still not quite. Do we hit it a hundred out of a hundred times when totally you know, in a real game? Like, it, so I think that's fair. They were going to need. It was going to be unfair to think that they were just going to, even if he was full go all offseason and all training camp, they were just going to hit the Denver game, nine catches, 90 yards, and two touchdowns, right? Yeah, what you don't want, right, is like a shot of him or a shot of Derek doing like the hands up, like why why did you go that way when you should have gone that way? But I, I'd Gruden. argue now, if he doesn't practice all training camp and does make it to Monday, that would be kind of understandable. Well, in addition to the physical thing, you're right, it would be. But in addition to the physical thing, just clearly there's some communication breakdown here. Why do you like, say that? Well, because if you're frustrated by him, either he was doing something you didn't want him doing, or you didn't realize the severity of his injury when he showed up, or you don't quite believe him. Because like you said, Gruden had a certain tone. Then Gelkin tweets they're frustrated. Then Antonio feels like, well, I got to get my side out because they're making me look bad. So then I post just so you know, right? To me, it's not just that he posted pictures of his feet. Like, these are freaky. He wrote just so you know. In other words... Don't let anybody tell you that that I'm not actually hurt or that I don't actually want to be here. I want to be here and I want to be on the field. So that to me is, I don't know if there's a trust. It might be too strong to say there's a trust issue, but clearly, nope, they're not on the same page. We're, well, this, we're this less than a week I, in and they is, weren't on the same page. This is why I always believe, guy, with injuries, unless you're the Patriots, which they, they fall under a different category. If it's not in season and you're not going to put a player at risk, like if the guy has a broken arm and he's going to play through it, I get why you don't want to say anything, right? Because if that guy's going to play on that game, they're going to people are going to try to break his arm more. Like, I, I, I that makes Twitter uncomfortable, but that's the reality of the sport. This one's pretty basic. Like, just we we got we can't we can't comment. We have no comment. We're not going to elaborate. Well, if you do elaborate, everyone kind of pulls off the rein because right now no one knows what's going on. And then the natural reaction with something like this, and we saw it a couple years ago with the Raiders with Garyon Conley, people kind of start calling you a pussy. Like, oh, he just doesn't want to practice. Oh, he's doing his own thing. Oh, he's not even that hurt. So Antonio Brown's like, fuck this. I, I, my feet are peeling off. I got messed up feet. Remember Conley tweeted something after Reggie said, like, he's... Remember that? That was weird. Yeah, what... Uh, it was it was something. They, they didn't know what it was. They, they kind of acted like they were frustrated. And Conley's like, fuck, I need surgery. I forget exactly how it played out, but it has some parallels here that if you were just... Some coaches, Kyle's good at this, Andy's a master at this. When a guy, hey, his feet are all messed up, we are not sure what the injury is, he's going to go see a specialist. 
And then the stories don't come out from Vic that then kind of take a life on their own that then snowball out of your control. Too many teams try to go the Patriots, and it's not... Like in the Patriots, you would never tweet out. Like, that's not how they work. Just so you know, right. Yeah, that, that's not allowed. Well, do you know what? That's allowed every other team. Because it's like, fuck you, you're kind of calling out my manhood or acting like I'm being a diva or acting like whatever. Look at my feet. Well, when you say we think he wants to be, we want him here, we think he wants to be here. Who said that? Well, that was the Gruden quote I just read you. It oh, was, oh, oh, or like we think we're, we're frustrated. We think he, whatever it was, it was we are and we think he. Yes. So have you talked to him, or do, do you have you not talked to him and you don't know if he wants to be there, or you talk to him and you're not quite sure if you believe him? You know, here's the other problem, guy. Is I was thinking about this today when I was kind of putting the article together. Is with the Niners, it would be easy to pivot if you're Kyle and you realize, God, we got to treat. Uh, four differently in practice. He's a defensive end. Part of it is like, if I'm Kyle, I'm not necessarily using him in practice because I'm calling the offensive plays. I mean, that's, that's when Gruden talks, he says we, when he talks about the offense, because I saw a great quote from uh, t- one of the, it might've been Tafer. I guess he screams like, <clears throat> Hey, Polly at Paul Gunther, y- you want to do a little uh, inside linebackers versus running backs? One-on-ones. Like he, he thinks he's no, the not really. Player. Cause he is. So, Who's his number one toy? Fucking Antonio Brown. Who's getting frustrated that he can't kick everyone's ass in practice and the defense is getting the best of him? Or just that he can't do all the plays that he's been drawing for the last six months late at night or early in the morning? That's what makes him extra frustrated. If it was a defensive guy that he was confident was going to be fine, I don't think it would bother him as much. It's just just human nature because that's kind of hit the offense is his baby. The, the, the wide receiver, all the plays he's drawing are his plays. That's his ego, you know? And that's it's not about what they're paying him or what they gave up to get him, which wasn't that much. It's about his number one toy has not been available, and he wants to dominate on offense. I think that's driving Gruden nuts. But that that's creating, you can already tell, there's there's some tension now. Uh, to say the least, I'm And with in you. fairness to the Raiders... They didn't do anything wrong, right? They just this guy just showed up fucked up. Like it's if I'm the middle guy, Raider, Raider, I'll defend him. Like they they didn't create this, right? More more than likely, no, they didn't create the no, they didn't create it. But once it's the reality of the situation, you know you you know you signed Antonio Brown, so let's make sure this goes as smoothly as it can. But like they are not, like we're not we don't get to, you don't get to bully Antonio Brown around. Is my no, point. but they're not. They're, he's not even practicing. I'm just saying the things you say about him when you talk about him matter to him. Well, that that's where I get back to to let the, the clearly the Raiders are in bed with the, the Las Vegas Journal, which I, I get. I mean that's just so up there, Alec. Uh, well, doesn't this, Sheldon doesn't Sheldon Adelson own the paper? Yeah, that. So. Uh, <laughs> That to say you're frustrated to me is stupid. Like what? Just I, I even if you are, just keep that kind of in house. Also, don't, by the way, if a team tells a reporter they're frustrated, the reporter should tweet that. Well, I don't blame the reporter for putting it out, yeah. but I'm just saying like they did that on purpose. Like they they get they give that type of stuff to that reporter. And I'm that's, saying it's a, yeah yeah that's separate, what he gets. separate comment. It's a little early for that in the Antonio Look, Brown era. One hundred percent. You you could say this is where. 
back to your point about bullying him, why are you even jumping in this end of the pool yet? Like, I'd get if it's week five and he's played in one game, then you could freak the fuck out. But you're August 4th. His feet are clearly messed up. If he needs a couple weeks off, it's not the worst thing. And this is back to what I'm saying. It is driving Gruden up fucking Shit's Creek, writing, drawing up these practice scripts for his offense, not having 84 out there. It's driving him nuts. Because I, I just know the way offensive coaches are, and he's the all-time alpha of wanting to win every drill, wanting to win every practice. They're getting filmed. So part of it is like, it's going to be out there being filmed, right? He could get a little HJ in HBO of everyone being like, oh, look what Gruden's doing with Antonio Brown. You're not going to be able to get that. He doesn't mind the cameras, right? He likes it, right. but he wants to show off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.